is Thanksgiving week, and we are feeling awfully grateful here on the Sacred Playgrounds podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about three circles of influence that should hear clear notes of gratitude as we take some time to be intentional about saying thank you in some ways that we might do that as outdoor ministry leaders. Welcome to the Sacred Playgrounds Podcast, where we dive deep into theology, research, and practical wisdom for camps, retreat centers, and other key ministry spaces. I'm your host, Jared Rendell, camp enthusiast and part of the Sacred Playgrounds team. This podcast features Dr. Jake Sorensen, a scholar and practitioner who's helping leaders think more deeply about outdoor ministry and the impact it's making. Wonder with us what God might have in store at your Sacred Playground. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Jake and Jared, and we are feeling thankful today. Here we are, Jake, at the proverbial uh, Sacred Playgrounds Thanksgiving table. We are at at the table together, virtually, albeit. But, you know, I am thankful for technology because we get to connect this way. And I know people can't see us, but we can see each other. And that's kind of cool. So um, technology has come a long way. And while I do enjoy being unplugged from technology... I also appreciate and am thankful for the ways that I can be connected over long distances to people that I know and love. It was funny to get a text this week as we were checking in on something from the deer stand that you were in. This <laughs> 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 is just that just that good collision of <laughs> collision of worlds. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I do take my phone out to the the deer stand and I do that, you know, for emergency purposes and things like that. Um but uh yeah, I, I do miss the times when I, I didn't have to worry about things like that. I could just leave the phone behind. So maybe I should do that this weekend because it's um, this is uh, as people are listening to this one, it is um, the deer hunting season in Wisconsin. And so it's a it's an annual tradition for um, for my family. And so I'm excited to get together with my dad um, and my son has come out in, in past years. Hopefully he'll come out at least a day this year and my niece. And it's a it's a wonderful time to be together to have some family time and to be thankful for what God has given us in terms of the beautiful creation and a chance to be outside, watch the sunrise and the sunset on the same day. Uh, that's a beautiful mm. thing. Um, and to be thankful for, you know, the harvest and the provision of, of food for the family. So um, that's something that we, uh, we rely on during the year. So um, it's a, it's both a, a great time to be together and a, a wonderful time to be thankful for uh, what we've provided. And it always takes place during the week of Thanksgiving. And so uh, that's a that's a fun thing, too, where we're reminded to give thanks uh, for the hunt and for the harvest and for the family. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, man, that is a good. That's an attitude of gratitude you've got on there, which uh, this is a good time for it. Right. Because we're yeah, we're in we're in Thanksgiving week here um, as folks, if they're kind of listening, listening right away. Uh, we're Thanksgiving, so we're going to do a Thanksgiving episode. We're going to talk about about gratitude because we have a lot to be grateful for ourselves and we have a lot to be grateful for um, in this particular ministry that we're engaged with. So we're going to we're going to talk about some of those, um, some of the who and some of the how today that we can uh, live, act, show gratitude. That's the plan, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
And uh, what better time to do it than Thanksgiving? I, uh, I think of family Thanksgiving traditions. And we have a tradition of all sitting around the table together. Sometimes it's the extended family. So it's right. a lot of people. And we table always gets try to get around <laughs> the same table. Rather than have like a kid's table and an adult's table, everybody around the same table. Mm. Love doing that. And, you know, during the meal, as you know, we're passing things and saying please and thank you and please pass the, you know, going one by one around the table and sharing something that we're thankful for for the year. That's one of our family traditions. And so I always enjoy that. I don't know. Do you, do you guys have uh, Thanksgiving traditions? What do you guys do for Thanksgiving usually? Yes, yeah, similarly, you know, we gather around a meal and we've gotten to host that the last few times, which we really like. I. And there's been enough to do two turkeys, one in the oven and one out on uh, that I got to smoke out on the grill. And I just love it. It's so fun. So I do you smoke it whole or do you do like a turkey breast smoking? No, the whole darn thing. Wow. It's delicious. Okay, we got to do a whole nother podcast. about. I'm (laughs) I'm going to get sidetracked on this conversation. Keep going. What what, what are some of your other traditions? Sponsored by Big Green Egg. Not not a sponsor yet. Yeah. So we, yeah, we do. We, yeah, we gather, we gather on a meal. It interestingly is almost never the same folks. Like, you know, because we, between, you know, between different families through marriage and things like that, it, it, there's almost always a few different people around the table. And I actually kind of like that. Um, and so, yeah, we gather on a meal. It has been, it's been a couple of our kids now that are like the most committed to, all right, everybody say, everybody needs to say what you're thankful for. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before. They made like like things for people to fill out. Like they made a form <laughs> that people <laughs> could fill out for their for their <laughs> things they were thankful for. So yeah, it's uh it's good. It's good. Love love Thanksgiving, the the day of it. I, I love these holidays that it's not just uh, you know, a little thing. Where the whole you know, it's the whole day and, and then some. And I know for some people it's stressful because you know, hosting Thanksgiving can be really stressful. Um, for some people, getting together with extended family can be really stressful. Uh, so I get that. And so that's one of the things that I, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for as we're kind of sharing right now what we're, what we're personally thankful for. I'm thankful for family that I get along with and that I love seeing because I know that, that sometimes people get together with extended family mm-hmm. and it's, it's a burden and it's you know, just really mm-hmm. tough to do that. So, so I, am, I am personally thankful um, uh, for, for that, that gift of, of, of family. Um, and that we're still all around the table because, you know, I, mm-hmm. I know that there will come a year when there are seats that are empty and, Truth. and how difficult that is. I remember the first years, you know, because deer hunting is such an important part of Thanksgiving traditions for our family. Um, the year my grandfather died was actually, um, it was, he died during deer hunting season before Thanksgiving. Mm. And so that's always something that I, that I remember too, that that's an empty seat. Um, right. both both um, at the deer camp um, and at the Thanksgiving table. And so mm-hmm. um, those are those are always things that come up during the holidays, too, you know, um, but thankful for the saints in that sense, you know, because, you know, we just came through All Saints Sunday just a couple weeks ago. So yeah. uh, to think about the saints that have gone before us and the gratitude for them as well. Um, that's that's something that happens again. I think of, you know, the Thanksgiving table, but I think of the deer camp, too, of, you know, we we have a place where we can remember and, and lift a glass to uh, those who are no longer with us um, in those spaces. Amen. Yeah. I've been, I've been feeling thankful for some of these foundational things too this year. Family. It's one of them. Cause some of them got kind of rocked for us a little bit this year. 
whether that was something as small as the last 10 days or so, just that we're down, like we've got respiratory infection going around the house and uh, to be able to just hunker in together and feel that foundation has, has been good. And i uh, grateful for a lot of provision on these foundational things, like, like how, how job and work things we're going to figure out and how we're going to feed and get health insurance for said sicknesses and, and things like that. Some of these, there's some changes this year that were, that changed foundational things. And so I've been feeling, I've been feeling thankful for that. And even just spiritually, I've been feeling when, when I have found myself sitting in, in either quick passing prayer or, or getting a chance to take a few moments, I end up saying that word really often in, in these past months, especially being, being grateful for the foundation of, of faith that I can be sometimes in and out in terms of how often I am intentional about connecting with God, but never feeling wavering on this this foundation that has has been built over decades of of life even so i'm grateful for these foundational things this year awesome and you know that uh that definitely leads into one of my big feelings of thankfulness for for our team at sacred playgrounds and you know for so long it was just me sitting in the basement and to have a team you know is mm-hmm. really meaningful and so thank you, Jared, for being part of this and joining this adventure in a new way this year. Um, I know that's part of the transition that you just alluded to, and um, I'm grateful for your work and for um, how we've really started to up the game um, of what we're doing um, and, and increase the scope as well. So um, so grateful for your work. I'm grateful to be able to work with my wife um, mm-hmm. as she's part time with Sacred Playgrounds now, and that has not been a reality for us. We've talked about it for years, you know, working together, being in ministry together. We thought we were going to be mm-hmm. co-pastors or run a camp together at some point. Sure. Now, now we're doing this. And that's it's really exciting the way that God is working there and 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 having Kelsey on the team, you know, and 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 having so many other collaborators um, that I've been able to see at conferences and, you know, over Zoom calls and things like that. So um, very thankful um, for this team and have collaborators and not feel like I'm a lone voice in the wilderness, so to speak, because that's, <laughs> that's not what I want to be. <laughs> no, I get it. And it's, I, yeah, I've been feeling very grateful on a couple fronts for, for this work. One, um, one to, to simply have something when these, when these job changes happened, um, part of which was, was semi-expected and part of which was unexpected to, to know right away that this was this was ready this was this was waiting and it is so what i have been feeling called to i always knew to get back to camp in some way and like you i sort of assumed like i would be out you know being a director somewhere or or whatever it might be this way that that brings together previous skills and experience in this context in this ministry is so so fun. I mean, I, when people have asked, I, I've said, like, if I were to just just pick and kind of build my own thing, this is pretty darn close to exactly what it would be. And so this is a fun adventure. So I am also grateful to you and your wife um, for for working it out because you need to do some work to like figure out, can this work? Right. We have to be wise about it. We want to make sure that we can sustain it and um, be smart about the, you know, the the way that we serve these organizations. 
and what it means in running a business so that we can do that. So I'm grateful. I'm, I'm excited for what, what lies ahead for us. So uh, thanks everybody for, for bearing with us as we, you know, think about what, what, what we're grateful for in our own lives and our ministry. Um, and I, I hope that everybody's reflecting what you're thankful for. Um, we always do that during Thanksgiving time, but here, I, I think we need to work on practicing Thanksgiving and, and being grateful, you know, in all of our um, life endeavors throughout the year um, at different places. And so, so thinking about this for our audience, for, for our camp directors and program directors and pastors and other ministry leaders um, and academics that are, that are, that are joining us, um, how are we practicing thankfulness? And I was thinking of three ways um, that mm-hmm. we can real or three areas maybe that we can really work on thankfulness, not only during this time. I mean, yes, right now, let's reflect on this and try to move forward with this, but let's continue being grateful, not just around the Thanksgiving table as we share these things, uh, but how are we showing this throughout the year? And so for me, it always starts, Jared, with personal thankfulness. Like, what am I thankful mm-hmm. for? And reflecting on these things, but also giving thanks to God. You know, you talked about this. And it's something that we say, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we should do that. Oh, yeah, 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 that's important. But are we doing it? Are we spending time in prayer? And, you know, working these into the rhythms of our daily lives is so important. And we have to do these, this as leaders because it really starts with us. We can't ask other people to model this. And we can't expect that we're going to show gratefulness to others naturally unless we're practicing this in the rhythm of our daily lives. So this is what I really encourage people to to reflect on and to work towards is how are you practicing gratefulness? Um, It starts with something as simple as saying grace at mealtime, you know, returning thanks Mm -hmm. to God for the provision of this meal. And then being doing that on a daily basis as well, returning thanks to God for what you have, for what you've been given, uh, for what you're grateful for that day or in that moment. Um, and so doing it both, you know, at, at mealtimes, but also more intentionally on a daily basis um, to return gratitude to God. When I think about returning gratitude to God, I think of it personally, um, but also doing that in public spaces. And I think some of us Christians shy away from that because we think, Somehow we're being obnoxious or something if we're, you know, praying, forcing but, something on someone else. Or, yeah, or whatever but that's it is, right? not the case. People are going to pause. Like if you bow your head and say grace, that's an OK thing to do. And it's an appropriate thing to do as a Christian public leader. You know, I, I was ref- as I was reflecting on this. I was thinking about the COVID-19 pandemic because that's always on our minds still. But I was thinking about mm-hmm. mask wearing and I was thinking about how. Sometimes masks were recommended and sometimes masks were required. And, and a lot of times when masks were just recommended, only the people that felt really vulnerable were the ones wearing masks, right? And so you could always pick out the Man. people that, oh, that must be a vulnerable person. They must have some sort of illness or disease or comorbidity factor. Mm-hmm. And so being a public leader sometimes meant masks are recommended. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not in the high risk group, but I'm going to wear a mask because modeling wearing a mask helps take the pressure off other people and helps them feel welcome and at home in a space where they're not the only one wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So there's some solidarity there that really is important. 
And I think of that with public prayer. You know, if you can model it and if it's meaningful, right? So, so don't just do it for show. Obviously, you're not doing it for show you're, because it's something that you're doing in your personal life. So do it in your personal life and then bring it into your public life as well. And so when you're meeting with somebody, saying grace before the meal, very appropriate. Saying a prayer of thanks, um, you know, before a, before a council meeting, before a board meeting. I mean, those sorts of things mm-hmm. um, really are important. So you're, you're, you, you're both returning thanks and you're modeling returning thanks to normalize it for our fellow Christians and our fellow disciples. I think that's really important. So there's a kind of a, a private and a public sphere to the returning thanks to God. We we've hit on a couple times in in the last few episodes about um, this idea of like of, of practices, right? Because sometimes we can sort of get over spiritualized almost about about some of these things when it can get really practical, when it can get really tactical about these moments to you know capture prayer, these moments to look through a lens of of what God has done and say that out loud as part of our you know our normal conversations about this thing or that thing are really good for us personally and really good for people to hear the permission it gives others to have our our faith in our in our mouth and affecting the rest of our lives uh, is important. And we alluded to this on a previous episode, but it's something for us to remember that this was the year that we went below 50% for family faith or family prayer at mealtime Mm -hmm. among our campers. And these are Christian campers that are coming to Christian camp and we can no longer assume that they're praying around the, the dinner table together. So these are things that we do have to model and have to teach. And it starts with our personal lives and our personal families um, and really making that a priority. Because so often we say, oh, that's not that big a deal. Um, this isn't that big a deal. And we lose some of these things that really are a big deal. And so, so I start with this as you know, kind of the foundation um, for thankfulness because we have to practice thankfulness in sort of the easiest spaces first. Um, and Giving thanks to God is such an important piece of our walk with God, our Christian discipleship, and our public witness. Um, so helping, mm-hmm. helping teach others to, to give thanks and start with mealtimes because that's such – there's a rhythm to it, right? Because you're, you're right. always eating meals. You're, you're eating meals together with people. And so, so practicing that thankfulness um, in those spaces is incredibly important and teaching those things um, at our camps, in our congregations, in our families and homes. So important. Yeah, connecting that connecting that prayer and gratitude piece to these moments is really helpful. And, and especially as less and less are having these conversations on a regular basis at, at home, connecting them to moments is is a really good way to start, important way for them to start these moments of mealtime or bedtime or um or whatever it might be. So connecting those moments and milestones is a good time for prayer and a really good time for gratitude. So that's my first one. Yes. Give thanks to God. And publicly and privately, give thanks to God. Uh, my second is thank the people around you. Thank the people in your immediate circle. And for those of us in camping, this means your staff, especially. Um, the people that are giving of their time and have dedicated their careers or you know, maybe their summers, in the case of summer staff, to your ministries, and they're working alongside you. This is something that some some camp directors, some pastors are really good at because they have that gift. This is a spiritual gift, right? Gratefulness is a spiritual gift. 
um, that we can that we can see in the Bible. We know we know people that are really good at this, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that give you the handwritten notes. So I reflect on this in my personal life because this is not an inherent spiritual gift of mine. This is something that I actually have to work on. So when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, my mom, who is very good at she has the gift of gratefulness. She would make me sit down and, and it, there'd be a list of people that gave gifts for my birthday or whatever. She'd make me sit down and write a handwritten note to each one of them. And it was always a chore. I remember it always being a chore. I remember feeling good about doing it when it was done. But I remember just being like, oh, I got to do this. Okay. It felt like a list or something that I had to do. And yet, when I get those handwritten notes from people, it is so meaningful. It's amazing. Truth. Yeah. Like, it's wonderful when somebody says, oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But how much more wonderful is it to get something that you can say, wow, somebody took time to sit down and use an archaic device like a pen and paper to wait, what to actually put themselves <laughs> in into this, you know, there's something so much more personal about that. And so so whenever I get a handwritten note, it it becomes that much more meaningful to me because I know how much work it takes to actually do that and how much intentionality it takes. There have been a, a couple of the, the kids teachers who have been so good at this because I was thinking about, as you said that I'm thinking about, okay, the notes that we've, that we've gotten, those are so meaningful. And, and it made me think a step further, the ones that are the most meaningful, they have a couple of elements in, in these things. And it, it's a really good, sort of framework almost for the for the thank you so one there's a clear thank you thank you thank you thank you two it's specific it is thank you for this nice and clear whether it was for that gift or for that volunteer thing that my wife did or whatever it might be so it's nice and clear about what it's for so there's a thank you and there's a clear reason why they're saying thank you and then especially in the case of of gifts and i love this the the ones that are the best uh, they they say how they're going to use them. They say, we used this mug for the coffee that I can't stop drinking because my second graders are crazy uh, or whatever it might be. You know, they say, oh, we use these gifts. I put this on my desk and I flip it every day, this page a day calendar or, or whatever it might be. So I love seeing those because now I'm there with them. Now I'm picturing them chugging the coffee and flipping the calendar or whatever it might be. And the last one is how it affected them. How it made a difference for this sometimes simple little thing, especially when those elements are there. Good thank you, a reason, how they're using it, how it affected them. Those notes are the best. Absolutely. And people, you know, like I've got stacks of these that I that I keep in a drawer, you know, that I can that I can look back to. And I I mean, this is funny. Like I didn't even like I'm just looking around my office right now, around the space around my desk. Yeah. And hanging near me, I've got a thank you plaque from my first job in ministry. And it's signed by it. What it's an embroidery says, thank you for your ministry. And it's signed by all of the kids in that youth group from that Mm. first church that I was at. They gave it to me when I, when I left that ministry and came back to camping and it's hanging right next to me. (laughs) Like I can look at it right now. (laughs) And I look at those names and I remember those faces and those stories. I look in another spot and I see, a thank you for your ministry from Sugar Creek summer staff and personal notes from summer staff members that I worked with and cried with, you know, and laughed Mm -hmm. with, (laughs) uh, it's, uh, just so meaningful to have these things 
And I, I also think of some of the, some of the research that we've done where we've done focus groups with campers and with parents. And we hear these stories about kind of these affirmation sheets that you sometimes do at camp where there's mm. affirmations written right. out by fellow campers or by staff members, personal notes like that. And parents will tell us it's hung on my kid's mirror in their bathroom or in their room, mm-hmm. you know, from two, three years ago. Yeah. Like this, that's how meaningful these things are, you know? So taking the time for that um, is really important. And so, you know, we talk about, we're talking about these artifacts now. We really got, we really got down that trail. <laughs> um, and, and these are important, you know, how can we show these in the camp space for the campers, for our staff members? And, and especially, you know, Jared, I'm really thinking about our summer staff right now um, because our summer staff get put through the ringer. And this is, again, maybe this is a, a, a confessional podcast, you know, as, <laughs> as I think about this, you know, I think about when I was program director and what I asked of those staff and how I wasn't as good at saying thank you as I needed mm-hmm. to be. And I want to go back and tell myself, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you know, be grateful and show it. You've got to tell them. I remember a specific instance. This, I mean, this just popped in my head as we're talking, right? Where I was, a, I was going to campfires, you know, and kind of sometimes as program director, I would, I would sit in on campfires and, you know, worship with the kids and, and the, the, the challenge with that is whenever I would show up, the staff that were leading um, or the staff that were part of that village group, they always thought I was like there to critique them, you know, or evaluate them. And, and so they, mm. they would get nervous sometimes when I was mm-hmm. there. And I tried to not, not do that or be that way. Um, but, but I remember a specific one that was just a fantastic, you know, campfire service. It, it was, you know, the kids were involved. The staff had it really planned out. It was incredibly meaningful. It was meaningful to me. And I, I left there just feeling great about it. And I told one of my assistant program directors the next day, like, wow, I was at this campfire last night. It was, you know, with the wagon village. They were so good. And, and the, my assistant program director stopped me and said, did you tell them that? Because they came <laughs> to me and were worried that you didn't like it and you didn't think it was very good. And I said, what? I thought it was amazing. And they said, then tell them. <laughs> and that, that was really an important thing for me to hear that I need to say thank you. This was great. I, and, and affirm people in that way. But thank you for your efforts. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you for the time that you put into this and the heart and soul that you put into this. We need to, we need to tell our staff that. You know, we see the, 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 the Camp and Church Leadership Project data. You know, we, we study these staff members, right? Right. And we, we, we saw the three factors that led to increased outcomes among staff. Mm-hmm. And it was support, it was agency, and it was, and it was surrounding them with a community of faith. That support piece really has a lot to do with gratitude. You know, how are we surrounding them and saying, you're doing a great job? You know, how are mm-hmm. we helping them feel supported? By their supervisor, by their fellow staff members. Um, so that's my that's my second one. You know, like first, yeah, go thanks to God. Ring. Give thanks to God, and then give thanks and thank directly the people in your immediate vicinity. Thank them one on one personally because that's mm-hmm. meaningful, but thank them publicly too because there's something about that recognition that can be meaningful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So there's two sort of circles, so, you know, so our, our own, our own hearts and our own connection with God. 
this, uh, the people right around us, especially these staff in, you know, in the context of our organizations. And there's another circle of, of kind of influence out there as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and this is obvious in camp directors' minds, for sure. And anybody that runs nonprofits, you know, these are, these are your supporters. You know, these are, these are people that may or may not be directly involved with your ministries, but they're, they're your donors. They're the people that are your prayer warriors. They're the people that are, you know, donating money to send kids to camp from their congregation. Um, they're, the, they're the pastors that are standing up and saying, hey, camp is worthwhile, and here's why. Um, so these people, you're, you're, you're not always directly in front of them. And so it, that's why it's like your third concentric circle. I think that's a good, that's a good thing to think about as concentric circles, uh, starting with yourself, then the media people around you, and then the people that you don't have contact with every day. Some people that maybe you've met once or twice, or maybe you see once a year, but really being intentional about thanking those people is, is so important because, you know, too often we're doing the ask letters, you know? And so it, a right. lot of our communication with these people is please give us more. Um, and we need to make sure that we're practicing gratitude for these people as well and thanking them for the sake of thanking them. This is something that, you know, I, I, I've, I've talked to some camp directors that are really good at development work and things like that. It's like, how do you raise mm -hmm. so much money? And, and they start with gratitude. They say, I want these people to feel like they're part of this ministry. I want them to know how much their gift means. And so when you, when you are listing off those, those things mm -hmm. that are so important about about the thank you like do those for your donors mm -hmm. and you know personal notes are good but you know phone calls pick up the phone and instead of instead of doing a phone-a-thon of hey we need more money how about a phone-a-thon to say thank you you know what if a summer staff member called somebody up and said i'm not i'm not here looking for money you know or maybe you don't lead with that but you just say I'm here to I'm here to say thank you uh -huh. because your gift helped make camp possible. It helped make my role at camp possible. Like that can be really meaningful. Um, thanking for the sake of thanking um, is, is really important. And I, and, and something I really want people to think about during this Thanksgiving time. And as we lead into the holiday time, which we know is such an important giving time for our, um, of course, for our nonprofit ministries. Mm -hmm. um, but focusing on the thank you yeah and like we said that's a there's a there's a bit of a model there to be able to say thank you for what and you we've heard this in donor you know in donor and, and development things say thank you you know share share stories meaning that idea of saying of saying what it's for how you use that thing specifically their gift and how it affected you and how it affected the ministry there's the, you know, there's the, the template for, for your letter, your just thank you letter, or your just thank you call, because that turns into the storytelling about what matters. And what's really beautiful about that often, sidebar, you know, directors and development folks, you almost don't have to ask then. <laughs> you almost, you are in a way, right? It's an asking without asking, because people want to be part of that kind of thing. They want to, of course, feel their impact. And so whether that's a, you know, a donor or a volunteer, Whatever it is. Yeah, those are great ideas. And to get creative, like you said, to get on the phone. Yes, use those social spaces because all of that, all of that does something. And each of these concentric circles, it does something. It creates culture and culture wins. Business folks say that all the time, right? Culture wins. Um, culture is 
so, so important for especially communities like ours, communities of vocation, communities that are, are sharing together in a mission. It's good for sustainability. It's good for quality of program. It's good for the sort of the business overall when you are, are in a culture of gratitude. And so you can see how this, I mean, there's multiple reasons to do this, but that's why I start with the giving thanks to God, because this is something we do as Christians, you know, these are Christian practices. So making sure that we're saying thanks to God, saying thanks to those people that are immediately around us that we see every day or almost every day, mm-hmm. and then saying thanks to those, that, that next concentric circle of, uh, of people that make your ministries possible. Um, and are supporting you in so many different ways, whether that be volunteers and in-kind donations and, and, and then the monetary donations, of course, as well. Such important work to do this. And something that, again, I've, as a confession, something that I've struggled with and I need to work on. And I, I recognize that. Some people are listening are like, yeah, I do this way better than, you know, like, you're describing these things and I, this is what I do. I, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm way ahead of you guys. Great. Share those things. Let people know because not everybody's good at this. And we, mm-hmm. we all can get better at this um, and be more intentional about it. I mean, I am with you. I am not. I am not great at this. It is my wife who makes sure the kids write the thank you notes and, and things like that, because I make assumptions that they know. They just know. Right. I mean, they they know they they see and I've got to do something else. I've got to get on to the next thing. And so it takes work and intentionality to remember in, in any experience there is a before, during and after. And we talked about that with other things to remember in communications there's a before during and after this is this is it and part of that after is saying thank you right that's when we that's when we tell stories and those stories should be dripping with gratitude over over this thing that happened yes there's build up and yes there's things to share during but that after this is the heart of what happens after an event after a summer after a retreat after some kind of you know volunteer experience or board meeting or donor dinner or whatever it is the the biggest part of what happens after these things and the whole of this timeline matters that thank you uh, is an important part of what happens after that because one is the right thing to do two it feels good for you and for them but three their chance of when we're out here talking about staff or donors their chance of re-engaging increases so much when you are intentional about this whether we're good at it or not yep intentionality and that's where it starts. It starts here. It starts, it starts in your heart, you know, cultivating practices of, of gratitude in your own life, in your personal life, and then in the lives of those around you. Um, it's, it spreads. It's a, it's a way of life. It's a way of being. And so how can we live into that um, as people of God? Thank you, Jared, for this Amen, time. brother. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. We appreciate uh, your engagement. And mm-hmm. your support of these ministries. Yeah, we get these emails from, we use Buzzsprout. If you know, you're podcasting and curious, we use this one called Buzzsprout to, to push them out. And one of the things that they do is they send us, uh, they send us emails that say, hey, you have this many downloads. So to be at a couple thousand downloads, yeah, I'm feeling grateful for, for these listeners. Um, the hope, of course, is that it is meaningful to you and that it, uh, that it affects you positively, that you're you're really able to take action on some things and implement some things. And so I'm grateful. This is fun. Absolutely. Well, have a great Thanksgiving, Jared. Likewise, sir. Same thing to, to all of you listeners. And we'll see you next time on the sacred playgrounds podcast.
Thanks for listening to the Sacred Playgrounds podcast. This episode was produced by me, Jared Randell, and featured Dr. Jake Sorensen, lead researcher and founder at Sacred Playgrounds, LLC. Our theme music was written and performed by Taylor Wilson. You can find his original songs wherever you get your music. Learn more and connect with the Sacred Playgrounds team at sacredplaygrounds.com.